Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the August edition of my One Month to a More Effective Compliance Program series that I'm running throughout 2017. This month will be One Month to More Effective Continuous Improvement. My sponsor this month is Affiliated Monitors. Founded in 2004, Affiliated Monitors provides professional, independent integrity monitoring and ethics and compliance assessments nationally and internationally and across all industries. With its knowledge of effective ethics and compliance programs and cultures, Affiliated Monitors is respected for its work as the corporate monitor on matters ranging from multinational corporations to small and mid-sized companies and even individuals. Having served in over 500 monitorships, no one has more experience as an independent monitor than the team at Affiliated Monitors. For more information on how an independent monitor can help improve your company's ethics and compliance program, I would urge you to visit, visit Affiliated Monitors at www.affiliatedmonitors.com. As I indicated, this month we're going to look at one month to more effective continuous improvement. We're going to consider auditing and monitoring the different types of audit auditing that you can do from third-party auditing, supply chain, data risk auditing, auditing, culture auditing, for auditing against fraud. We're going to talk about control testing. We're going to look at continuous improvement through the use of big data. We're going to look at measuring effectiveness, risk-based monitoring, email sweeps as monitoring, and listening as continuous monitoring. I think you're going to find it a fascinating month. And I'm sure at the end of the month, you will have picked up multiple lessons on what you can do to improve your compliance program around continuous improvement. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for joining me on this episode, and I hope you'll join me for the entire month. This 2017 One Month to a Better Compliance Program podcast series is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Day 12. Keeping Track of Current Events for Continuous Improvement In 2015, the SEC announced the resolution of an FCPA enforcement action involving the Hitachi Company. There were several interesting aspects to this enforcement action and plenty of lessons learned for the compliance practitioner going forward. This enforcement action presented one of the clearest cases for keeping track of current events for continuous improvement that I've ever seen. So today I'm going to talk about this case in some detail and use it as an introduction to the subject of keeping track of current events for continuous improvement. This involved bribery of a political party, the African National Con Congress. <clears throat> Hitachi sold a 25% stake in a South African subsidiary to a company serving as a front for the ANC. This arrangement gave the front company and the ANC the ability to share in profits for any power station contracts that Hitachi secured. The company ultimately was awarded two contracts to build power stations in South Africa, and the AMC's front company received approximately $5 million in dividends based upon the profits derived from the contract. Through a separate undisclosed arrangement, Hitachi paid the front company an additional $1 million in a success fee. I'm going to go ahead and uh, note that the this portion of the enforcement action stands out as a stark reminder that political parties are covered by the FCPA just as foreign government officials. So you need to recognize that, and that really informs today's topic as well. The bribery schemes themselves were notable only for their blandedness and blatantness. 
the former director of SEC's Enforcement Division, Andrew Sorenzini, said Hitachi's lax internal control environment enabled the subsidiary to pay millions of dollars to a politically connected front company for the ANC to win contracts. According to the complaint, Hitachi was aware that the company in question was a funding vehicle for the ANC during the bidding process. Nevertheless, Hitachi continued to partner with this company and use its political influence to help obtain government contracts from South Africa. Obviously, the success fee was previously noted. This enforcement action does point up the oft-times difficulty in providing corporate social responsibility contributions and distinguishing it from outright corruption in certain countries. If you have been reading my blog post or listening to the news lately, you're certainly aware of the Halliburton FCPA enforcement action, which was settled in late July. In this particular case with Hitachi, however, South Africans, those companies operating South Africa, are encouraged to take on black business partners under the ANC's policy of black economic empowerment intended to redress economic imbalances caused by or created by, rather, apartheid. Yet critics note there's a blurred line between business and politics in South Africa for the awarding of state tenders. So how does this case point up keeping track of current events as continuous improvement? Well, it does not mean that you must read the biggest newspaper in South Africa on a daily basis, although certainly that wouldn't hurt if you're a chief compliance officer and you do a lot of business in South Africa. You, you do have to rely on your business folks on the ground to keep track of changes in personnel of joint ventures or other local partnerships. In this case, the third party, rather the company that Hitachi partnered with, was a company called Chancellor House Holdings. And Chancellor House Holdings became a part of the ANC after the company had performed due diligence. It became a part of the ANC when someone left the government who was still in the African National Congress and moved to take majority interest in the third-party entity, Chancellor House Holdings. And that was the key component that the Hitachi compliance or internal controls regime and compliance component failed to pick up on. You've got to rely on your business folks on the ground to keep you aware of tracks of changes in personnel and joint ventures that you're doing business with or other local partnerships. But there are innumerable automated due diligence services that literally, literally provide daily updates on a wide variety of persons and individuals who might change positions in the government or move from the public sector to the private sector or indeed back. And I'm happy to share many of those. If uh, you need some information, you can email me. Uh, I'll leave my email address at the end of the podcast. When you think about this in the context of many underdeveloped countries, there's oftentimes a relatively small group of well-educated technocrats who move back and forth from government to the private sector and back. They sometimes are government employees when they move to the private sector. Uh, Certainly in South Africa, they can be members of the South African National Congress. They're often obviously involved in political parties as well. So today's private citizen might be tomorrow's politically exposed person, or indeed may have been yesterday's politically exposed person. 
This requires you to navigate carefully, as these are most usually jurisdictions which have a high indice or high risk for corruption, at least as laid out in the Transparency International Corruption Perception Index. For the compliance practitioner, the Hitachi SEC enforcement action provides a valuable reminder that the FCPA covers more than gov foreign government officials and, indeed, officials of state-owned enterprises. Political parties are also covered, so if they are part of your, co uh, your corporate social responsibility, includes payments to political party front groups, your company could get into FCPA hot water. For foreign companies that have subjected themselves to FCPA jurisdiction, the message is stark. You can leave no stone unturned to root out bribery and corruption in your direct internal controls packages, but you have to keep up to date. And simply utilizing one of the many services that continually updates the uh, due diligence that have been performed on your third parties can be an incredibly valuable tool. Uh, literally, you can get an email notification when someone becomes a politically exposed person. So, yes, you're going to have to keep up on this, but if you think about it, it's not only good legal sense to comply with the FCPA, but it's good business sense as well. So keeping track of current events is certainly a way to engage in continuous improvement. And if you think about our discussion yesterday of the desktop risk assessment as a conjunct tool, which allows you to... Um, take a look at both a risk assessment and engage in continuous improvement will also be the true here. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, first and foremost, the Hitachi FCPA enforcement action demonstrates the need to keep track of current events for continuous improvement. Spoke about that at some length. Number two, many product and service providers in the compliance space provide ongoing monitoring for politically exposed persons and specially designated nationals. So you can subscribe to those services, and really at no additional cost, you'll get that information. And three, make sure your partners are still who they say they are, not just who they say they are when you started the process. This is Tom Fox. Hope you've enjoyed today's edition of One Month to More Effective Continuous Improvement, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for Day 13. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of One Month to More Effective Continuous Improvement in Your Compliance Program. If you have listened to this podcast on iTunes, please rate this podcast. It was a help in our rankings and also get the word out about the only daily podcast to help you improve your compliance program. If you have any questions, you can email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and you've been listening to one month of more effective continuous improvement from the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.